0: Father, we thank you for the anointing that is absolutely conspicuous among us today. It's powerful here. It's tangible. And we know that your presence is your endorsement. Thank you for signing off on this service today. We ask you to have your way. Break every generational curse. Dismiss any generational spirit. In all things, be magnified in this house today. We love you, Jesus, and we bless you. You know what stands out to me with this? That song is absolutely incredible. But these words right here, he is for you. He is for you. Lift your hands and say, thank you, Lord, for being for me. Amen. Now, before you sit down, just tell three people around you, he is for you. He Is for you. As a matter of fact, remain standing, please. Just remain standing. I'm sorry, I told you to sit down. Remain standing just for a moment. We're going to get right into the Word of the Lord. And I just want to say, if you'll bring me those books right there, Chief, um, thank you guys for being here this morning. And I know that you're going to be blessed today. Can you say amen to that? Um, This is the book that we're preaching from for the next few weeks. And uh, you're welcome to purchase this book. Now, I want to talk to you for a moment about purchasing this book. Um, The price on this book is $15, right? But that is a suggested retail price. (laughs) In other words, if you can't pay $15 for this book, I don't want anyone leaving this building without this book. You just come back there and you give what you can or give what you want to give, and you're going to get this book. Is that fine? Is, that's a good deal, y'all. That means you can come back there and give me anything, and we're going to bless you with the book. But after church, I'll be signing these books, and just thank you again uh, for being here. Do we have any guests here? If you're a first-time guest, raise your hand real high and let me see you. Thank you, brother. Crystal, take this book and bless that brother right there with this book. God bless you today. Anyone else? Did I miss anyone? Any first-time? Any first-time guests? See anyone else? Awesome. Run that back there for me, Chief. Thank you very much for being in church today. That's it? Good. Awesome. Well, we're excited about that. Now, tomorrow morning at 845, we'll begin our devotion time together. If you just go to Quest Church on Facebook, we'll be right there with a cup of coffee. And for the next 21 straight days, we're going to build a blessed life together. Amen. So, 8.45 every morning for that. I think that's all the announcements that I needed to make. I'm going to ask you to open your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 1. If you didn't bring your Bible, of course, you can just look on to the screen, or you can bring your, uh, open up your smart device and look on there. Man, I'm excited today. I, I just feel good about what God is doing, right? And I want to encourage you, do not get caught up in the m- munitia, I think is the word I'm looking for, minutia. That is all around you in this generation, in this time. We're living at the critical crossroads of history. How many of you know that? And it's very important that the people of God remain very focused in this season. Amen. When you have Ephesians chapter 1, say amen. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse number 1. I'm just making sure I've covered all my bases here before I read. I think I have. Anything else, Josh? That's it? Okay, good. If you guys will have some of those training, your thinking books back there as well, Josh, I'll, uh, I'll probably end up giving some of those away. Okay, good. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 1. Everybody feel good? Let me be sure now because, I want, you know, I don't want to preach this message here in an atmosphere y'all not ready to receive it. Everybody happy? Okay, all right. Let me, now, I didn't check the score. Did the Sooners win yesterday? Okay, because every time the Sooners win, we have great, great church. Right? Who did they play? Who did they play? Missouri State. I have not heard of that team. Missouri State. Okay, so th- did they win big, y'all? What was the score? What do you say, Vicki? To hey, you know Vicky's serious when she takes a step towards you and says, it wasn't just 48 to nothing. It's That's awesome. Well, we're, we're certainly going to have a great time in church if it's 48 to nothing. Ephesians chapter 1, verse number 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints... Which are at Ephesus and to the faithful. I like that. Not just to this church, but all that are faithful in Christ Jesus. Is there any faithful people in the building today? Grace be to you and peace. This guy knew how to write, didn't he? From God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed. Be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now watch this. Who hath blessed us. Throw your hands up and shout, I'm already blessed. Who hath blessed us with how many? All spiritual blessings. Where? In heavenly places in Christ. The question is where are you seated today? If you're in the right seat, you have access to all. Say it with me. I have access to all spiritual blessings. Father, thank you for this day. You have been good to us. And as we look into the future, all we see is great things. And we know that because our Bible tells us that all things work together for the good of those that love God and are the called according to his purpose. So we thank you, Lord. This is a blessed moment in time today. We celebrate you. Thank you for your death, burial, and your resurrection. Thank you for empowering us, enabling us, equipping us to be a success in this earth as we advance your kingdom. We praise you, God, for the mandate and the mantle of each person represented in this building today. Let them carry it with great responsibility. Let them know you have assigned them to this time in the earth. This year belongs to us. We do not belong to it. It belongs to us. And we're going to do the very best we can do to represent you well in everything we say and do. Help us to live right. Help us to talk right. Help us to be right. Help us to have a good attitude. Help us to have a good outlook. And we praise you for it. Now, Father, for the next few moments of time, I ask you to illuminate the eyes of our understanding. Because you said what we understand cannot be taken from us. Let us move from knowledge today to understanding. In Jesus' name, everyone shall praise the Lord. Let's do like we always do. Let's give God the biggest shout of praise that you brought today. Come on. Clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Amen. Fist pump somebody and tell them it's on in the building. Amen. Then you may be seated. Amen. We're going to get right into this today. Before we do, I want to encourage everyone that's watching online that lives in this area and you've been watching us. Hey, we believe that it's okay to wear a mask to church. If you want to do that, then do that. But we really encourage you to get back in the church. I was talking to a major conference speaker last night. He's preaching at a conference in North Carolina. And there's about 40 pastors there. And since the reopening, all of them are saying about 30% of their churches have returned. And, um, man, we can't let this go on long, folks. Are you hearing me? My Bible still says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. As the manner of some is, especially as you see that day approaching. I cannot tell you how important it is to assemble. Right? Right? So at some point, you got to come home. Hey. Everybody say amen. And I mean, we'll get you a chair and set it way over in the corner. And you can wear a mask. What We just want people in the house of God. Amen. I don't think I need to tell you that there's a war going on right now. There's a battle. Not just between good and evil. Not just between darkness and light. But I believe the real battle rests in the war between the blessing and the curse. That's what this war is really all about. You see, blessing has a voice. And the curse has a voice. One definition of voice is influential power. Influential power. The curse carries with it influence. The blessing carries with it influence. The question is, what language are you speaking? The question is, what language are you speaking? Are you speaking the language of the blessed or are you speaking the language of the curse? I didn't say cursed, I said the curse. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. Let's go to the origin of blessing, shall we? Genesis 1, 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Listen carefully. Male and female. Hmm. Created he them. Wait a minute. He created man in his own image. And he created male and female. Hmm. Verse 28, and God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth. In the bearish of time, God blessed them. The very first thing God did to humanity, talk back to me in the building, is bless them. Luke chapter 24 verse number 50 and Jesus led them out as far as to Bethany and Jesus lifted up his hands and what? Blessed them and it came to pass while he blessed them that he was parted from them and he was carried up into heaven and they worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. There's something here. There's something here. The Bible says that when he stretched forth his hands and blessed them, he left. He not only left, they left. But they did not leave until they worshipped. I hope everyone in the building and watching online hears me today. The proper response to God blessing you is worship and return. They return to Jerusalem. They return to the place he told them to be. The proper response for all of us concerning our blessing is to worship him And return to the place we are supposed to be. Can you say amen to that? The message of the blessing is not the message of the gospel of prosperity or the prosperity gospel. It didn't say that after he blessed them, they went running looking for wealth. Don't get quiet now. No, he blessed them and they worship. So I'll say it again. The message of the blessing has nothing to do with the gospel of prosperity. The blessing is the state he calls us to be in. I'll say it again. The blessing is the state. He calls us to be in. Not a, not a socioeconomic status. For others to covet. The blessing is the state. He has called us to be in. It is not the status. Of some socioeconomic condition. That others look at and covet. The first words. Jesus spoke over Adam and Eve were words of blessing. The last words Jesus spoke in Luke 24 that I just read to you, the last words that he spoke to the assembled disciples were words of blessing. I think I'll say it again. The first words that God spoke to humanity was words of what? Blessing. The last words that Jesus spoke to his assembled disciples were words of blessing. I need that to resonate with you today and weigh on you a little bit, so I'm going to say it one more time. In the beginning, the first words that God spoke over humanity were words of blessing. The first words the last words of Jesus over his disciples were words of blessing. I hope you hear that. The blessing is so paramount and so prevalent in scripture that by the time you get to the last chapter in the Bible, the Bible says there will be no more curse. Revelation 22, and he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. And in the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare 12 manners of fruits, and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of all ethnic groups. All ethnicities. All nations. And there shall be. And there shall be. And there shall be no more curse. But the throne of God and the Lamb of God shall be there. And his servants shall what serve him. Genesis 1. God bless them. Luke 24, Jesus blessed them. Last chapter, last book, Revelation 22. The, bless is so, the blessing is so powerful, so paramount, so prevalent, so present, that by the time you get to the end of the book, the blessing has completely annihilated, has completely obliterated the curse. And there shall be no more curse. Say that with me, no more curse. Because the blessing tracks from Genesis to Revelation. Overcoming the curse, page after page, chapter after chapter, verse after verse, sentence after sentence. The blessing overwhelms, the blessing overcomes the curse to the point that the Bible ends saying, and there shall be no more Curse, throw your hands up and shout, thank God for the blessing. Now, ooh, I feel this thing here now. Hmm. For the sake of clarity, let's go back to the beginning. And God said, Genesis 1:26, let us make man in our image, number one, and our, circle that now, that's really important. Image and what? Likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish, the fowl of the air, the cattle, the earth, everything that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. I wanted to read that one more time to let the ladies in the room know you were not an afterthought because most preachers are going to hone in on it was not good for man to be alone and God got a bright idea. Let me create this woman to come alongside him. No, ma'am, you were not an afterthought. You were a forethought. I thought the ladies would shout a little more than that, but that's all right. I'm just glad you know you're significant. Let's delve a little deeper, shall we? Let us make man in our image. Huh. The Hebrew word is shade. Shade is much like a shadow. So if the sun is shining on a tree and you look on the ground, the shadow looks like the tree. So God created man as his shade for the earth. A strong literally means image, the figure, the figure. I'm going to do it. (laughs) One Hebrew word is icon, spelled E-I-K-O-N, where we get the word I-C-O-N, icon. That we were God's iconic figures in our original state. You feel the weight of that? In your original state, you were the iconic figure of God. Image. But he throws this other word in there. Image and what? Likeness. Big word, big time word. Image and likeness. Because image has to do with the form, the figure. But when you get to likeness, this has to do with the function. So not only did man in his original state look like God, he acted like God. So the original figure had a function. And the function was to do whatever God did. Can I take it deeper than that? The function was we can do whatever God can do because God has permitted us to enjoy that capability. Now, I'm not talking to you. See, here's where we get stuck. We get stuck in us after Adam. We're not talking about after Adam. We're talking about before Adam. Pretty strong stuff. So we would say it like this, the image denotes the character of God, but the likeness denotes the conduct of God. So I'm studying this, all this is new stuff to me, and I realized something, Randy, we have a seed problem. We have a seed problem. I'm going to show it to you. The first prophecy ever given in Scripture was not given by man. The first prophecy ever given in Scripture was given by the mouth of God himself. He was the first prophet. In chapter 3, verse 15 of Genesis, he says these words, I will put enmity. Who's he talking to? Between you he's talking to the devil. The first word of prophecy, Vicky, was from God to his enemy. The first word of blessing was from God to his people. The first word of blessing was from God. To his people, the first word of prophecy was from God to his enemy. And I will put enmity, hostility between you and the woman. Listen carefully. And between your seed and her seed. It shall bruise your head. And in the Hebrew, that reads... Her seed is going to crush your head. And you shall bruise, literally give a temporary wound to his heel. Oh, you're going to strike him. But you're not going to crush him. You're going to bruise him. But a bruise is a temporary wound. Tell your neighbor, we can get over that. Yeah, we can get over that. But he... The woman's seed is going to crush your head. Here's the deal, y'all. Women don't carry seed. Men carry seed. It wasn't Adam that partook in the fruit first. Matter of fact, he didn't even look at it. He didn't even desire it. His partner did that. No blame to the women. Still love me girls, right? Just staying in Scripture with you. Everything. Have I lost y'all? Everything that God has created to this point. Patty says these words. It shall produce after his kind. He creates man after his likeness. Y'all just missed that there. Everything else is created. After it's kind. Not man. Man is created after his likeness. If it's created after it's kind. God's going to tell you. That the seed produces after its kind. When man was created, he was created after his likeness, his behavior, his functioning. When man fell, everything after that fall is now produced after that kind. So when the seed of the woman shows up God is looking at Eve and talking to Mary. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. I'm talking about the seed. Luke 4:18. The spirit of the Lord is upon me after 40 days in the wilderness. The spirit of the Lord is upon me Luke 4:18. After he returns in the power of the Holy Ghost. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Listen when he says. Because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To preach deliverance to the captives. Recovering of sight to the blind. Don't miss it. He has anointed me to set at liberty them that are bruised. I am here, Jesus said, to take care of the bruiser because, see, now man is operating after his kind and now his kind is the seed of a woman. Men had nothing to do with seed until men fell. Now we begin to produce after a fallen nature Y'all not hearing me preach to you? Now we are not producing after God's likeness. We are producing after man's fallen nature. And man's fallen nature is a cursed condition. Don't miss it. God never cursed what he had already blessed, he never cursed the man and he never cursed the woman. But he said the ground is cursed. Which means the ground that gave you the tree of life is now going to give you the tree of labor. And from the sweat of your brow, you shall work a cursed ground. You had it easy. You were blessed. Everything just came to you. But if you want it from this day forward, you're going to have to work for it. If you don't think Satan hates the thought of your revelation that you are blessed, you need to go back and read the Bible. I think I went through too deep for some of you because you're looking at me like a mule looking at fresh briars or a calf looking at a new gate. I haven't said anything that's not in the Bible. I pray you're not confused. I pray you get clarity. Because, folks, it doesn't matter what you say. We've been having a war since Genesis 3.15. The enmity is still there. And the fight is not just darkness and light and good and evil. The fight is the blessing versus the curse. And the war is still going on. And the enemy is still bruising people. And Jesus is still healing those who are bruised of the devil. God is good, isn't He? God had an image of you before He created you. God had the framework, He had the plan, and He had the drawings before you got here. What are you saying, Pastor Rick? Your function preceded your form. He gave you proper functionality, He gave you office, He gave you administration. He gave you authority before your form ever got here. What do you mean, Pastor? Your purpose showed up before your person did. There's that look. And here's your word. Then the word of the Lord came to me. Jeremiah 1, 4. Before I formed you, I knew you before you came forth out of the womb. I already sanctified you before you were born. I already ordained you. I ordained you as a prophet to the nations before you were formed. I gave you function before you were born. I gave you a purpose. You came into this world looking for purpose, not personality. You came to this world looking for purpose, not popularity. The most miserable people in the world are people that are born that never discover why. So you wander aimlessly through life looking for an assignment that you can only find as a born-again believer that is sanctified to discover what God has blessed you to be employed in. And that's called purpose. Hmm. Creation. So I'm thinking about it. And I had to ask the Lord, it sounds like to me that you conditioned us right off the bat. You ever heard of conditioning someone? Conditioning someone is training their minds. Some of you do not realize that your children are only rehearsing the curse they have con- been conditioned to live in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All they're doing is rehearsing what you showed them. And that curse can last for five, four, five generations. And somebody will meet that child that knew their grandfather and say, man, you act just like your grandfather. And he don't even know why. Because it's in the seed. And the seed produces after its kind. And for the only way for that seed to move or transition from a curse learned behavior to a blessed operational and functional purpose is to be born again by the blood of Jesus Christ and to give your heart to him as your Lord and Savior. Thank you, chief, and thank you, ma'am, because that's good preaching right there. Amen. There are two reasons for the creation of man to have And to be. Genesis 1.26. God said let them have dominion. Now hold on. Hold on. God you going to create us. Fabricate. Manufacture us. With a desire. To have dominion. Do you know what dominion means Lord? Are you sure you got that right? You conditioned us in our original state to walk in dominion. That's control. I just lost y'all. I'm just reading the Bible. Y'all quit looking at me like I'm not reading the Bible. Let them have what? Dominion. Why do you think you can train a squirrel? Nia came home yesterday and says, I was at Petco with G. Joe Paw and a lady had a squirrel there and the squirrel would just sit on her shoulder or the squirrel would sit like a dog or the squirrel would do anything that the lady said. You know what happened? The squirrel got the revelation. You thought I was going to say the lady. The lady, she's just operating in who she was created to be but the squirrel got the revelation that the woman had the authority to make him do whatever she she wanted him to do. The problem is, we don't realize we have the authority to control our atmospheres, We we have the authority to control our attitudes. I'm gonna say it, you have the authority to condition your children. Let them have dominion. Let them be fruitful. Let them have, let them be. If you condition something, you bring it into a desired state of use. When God created, he conditioned. And he said, I refuse to let the fall change my mind. So I'm already prepared because before the foundation of time, Christ was already crucified, denoting the idea that God knew we was going to jack this up. And after we jacked it up, he already had a plan to show us his redeeming power. Ooh, God is good. So that he could not lose on the word that he spoke forth. It was impossible for him to lose because he had a preordained plan To save that which was lost. I'm going to get it back to its desired state of use. No matter what I have to do. If that means sending my own son. Which I've already prepared to do that. It's preordained. He's going to have to show up. And that's why Jesus showed up saying. I have come to seek and save that which was lost. It doesn't mean damned. Read it in the Greek. Lost means out of position. Lost means it has lost its ability to operate in the condition. That's why when God walked through the garden, he said, where are you? Are you going to tell me that God don't know where Adam is? He's God. He didn't ask it for him. He asked it for Adam. I want you to realize you are not in the condition or the position that I left you in. If you're preaching the gospel and you're not making people feel like that, you're preaching it wrong. You don't preach the gospel to send people to hell. You preach the gospel for them to get the revelation of who they originally were in God. That's why you got mean preachers and you got preachers that preach the goodness of God leading men to repentance. If I had 30 sanctified, saved people in the building, they would give him praise. So I say it like this. You were originally, don't miss this here now. You were originally created with the capacity to carry the blessing. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah. You were originally created with the capacity to carry the blessing. Can I say it another way? You were originally conditioned wow. wow. with the capacity to carry The blessing, nudge your neighbor and say, welcome to the future. Yeah, that's where we're going, back to the future. When the conduct got confused, humanity went from proper functioning to dysfunction. When the man and the woman violated the conditions, They started operating not in proper function, but in dysfunction. So watch. Now their capacity went to a capability. The capacity they had to carry the blessing now turned into a capability of doing anything despicable. All because of the conduct of one creation. And guess who paid for it? Look around. And then Jesus shows up. What did Jesus come to do? Not just to save you. Get the escapism out of your mind. Quit living like that. Jesus said, when I return, will I find faith in the earth? Jesus said, occupy till I come. Well, you'll never occupy properly what you are not conditioned to occupy. The problem with the church is we need to be reconditioned. We are transformed by the renewing of our minds. Repentance is changing your mind. You were trained with learned behaviors that you learned from your mentors and your models. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And we call that a curse because you are practicing a condition that is ungodly. So I said, Lord, the blessing literally reconditions the people. He said, absolutely. Then I start praying. And I saw this in the spirit, that people who live with a reconditioned mind have a spirit like a cat. What do you mean, Pastor Rick? Don't take that literal. Let me show you what I'm talking about. A cat, I don't know if a cat's got nine lives, but have you ever thrown a cat up in the air? Where does he land? A man or woman with a reconditioned mind of realizing they are blessed, you can toss them around, but they're going to always land A blessed man or woman will always land on their feet. Some of you are saying, well, I know sinners out there that's got money and live in big houses. I think I started this out by saying you can't measure blessing by material possession. It is a state, not a status quo. Because really a curse and a blessing has to do with the end of the thing. A blessed person says, we know that all things work together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his purpose. A cursed person cannot say that. So they may be driving a Mercedes, Rolls Royce, living in a $40,000 or 40,000 square foot home, but you don't know what the end's going to be. We'll get into that in a later lesson let me stop because I have one more point I just want to know have you received anything yet today I know this is all deep stuff I know this is all deep stuff but I really believe that theology has really been misunderstood for years I really do I think we just got it wrong in a lot of ways I believe that when we were originally created, we were literally created in the image and likeness of God. Here's the communication. And God blessed them. Genesis 1, 28. And God blessed them and said. most important word in that sentence is said. Because now I'm going to identify the blessing I'm putting on you. He could have blessed them and said anything. But he he blessed them and said specifically what the blessing is. You know what I feel, Led? I'm going to go ahead and prophesy to some of you. You're about to get a detailed blessing. What, What do you mean by that, Pastor Rick? Your blessing is specifically designed for your capacity to carry it. Not one person in this building is fabricated or manufactured by the hand of God that you, do not have to, that you do not have the ability to carry the blessing that God wants you to enjoy. Quit looking at the blessing like it's some mystery you'll never unfold. The blessing is profoundly simple. Profoundly simple. And God blessed them and said unto them, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, have dominion. Here's what the word means. To consecrate with favor or to celebrate with praises. Boy, if if you really do a proper study of blessing, and some of you preachers in here, Think about preaching in this church. You're always preaching to 40, at least 40 preachers. This church is full of preachers. And that's why you, preachers in this building, have to be very careful that you do not come to critique me. Because even preachers need to hear preaching. So when you get deep into the etymology and the exegesis of God blessing them, it always has to do with a kneel, kneeling kneeling that when you kneel you speak up when you speak from a kneeling position you're always showing respect so when he blessed them it literally when you read it in the Hebrew he kneeled and he looked up to man that's why Psalm 8 is written what is man that thou art mindful of him it's almost like God adored what he created. If you ever get the revelation that God is for you, he really likes you. Have you ever had a child you just adored? Crystals like that with their children. You know, they just, they just look at their kids. Oh, my kids. Oh, my kids. But my kids. And you start telling them a story about your kids, and they say, but you know, my, my child. Have I ever told you about... They adore their children. And you have to get this image that God, when he created you, he made you so much like him that he looked at you and said, wow, you are amazing. See, the enemy right now is attacking your mind. While I'm saying that, you're already being attacked because of a cursed nature in the earth. It's telling you you're not all that. That preacher don't know what it is. Don't tell me that. God created you in his image and his likeness. It's hard for you. It's hard for us to get the perspective that God absolutely adores us. Because if you ever got it, you would stop acting like you act. You would stop living in a less than. You know what I'm convinced People that get the revelation of the blessing rarely deal with low self-esteem. Say it again, Pastor Rick. People who get the revelation that they are blessed rarely deal with low self-esteem. It literally means to speak well to or well about. To bless is to speak well to to you or well about you. Do you know there are people blessing you right now? Because they're talking about you. In good ways. But Pastor Rick, what about those who talk about us in bad ways? Now the Lord said to Abram, Genesis 12, get out of your country and from your kindred and from your father's house. Go to a land I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation. Watch now. And I will bless you. And I will make your name great. That's strong, y'all. And you shall be a blessing. I'm going to bless you. Then you're going to be. Man, this is good stuff. And Abram, listen to me. I will bless them that bless you. And I will curse them that curse you. Read it in the Hebrew. Cur- I will curse. It's two different words here curse and curseth. I will curse means I will bitterly curse him that curseth you. The word curseth in the Hebrew means despise you or to make you smaller in people's eyes than I intended you to be. It means to bring into contempt or to treat with disrespect. I will curse those who curseth you, for those who demean you, for those who belittle you. For those who make you smaller in other people's eyes than I intended you to be, God said, don't you say a word. I got gotcha. you. So for those who are talking about you and are not blessing you, they are cursing you. And it's not your responsibility to call them and say, I heard you said. No, just zip your lip and let God handle Your business. He loves you that much. That's how special you are to him. Wow. God's good, isn't he? So there is a concept to the spoken word in relation to both cursing and blessing. I'm almost done. According to the Old Testament patterns, the spoken word had the power of its own self-fulfillment. Once you spoke it, it came to pass. The worlds were formed by the word of God. The power of life and death are in the tongue. Whatever you spoke took on its own identity. It formed its own history. Words travel. Words never rest. Words live. They live until people stop speaking them. Many people think they're bringing trouble on somebody else because of what they know about them, but they do not know they're perpetuating their own problem by not releasing that person from their trouble. (laughs) Words of blessing and cursing carry power to the point that when Isaac blessed Jacob instead of Esau, he couldn't recall the blessing. Even though Esau begged him to do it, the bullet was already shot. said, take it back. I can't take it back. It's already released from my mouth. Some of you do not know that once some words are released from your mouth, you can't get them back. Ask Drew Brees. Ask people that have said things in this season that they didn't think through. And now they're having to think about, wait a minute. And many times it's not what you say, it's when you say it. Many times it's not when you say it, it's how you say it. Talking good, Pastor Rick. So what I just told you in all of that is you can't think blessing. I love JC, but I can't sit here and transmit blessing by going. Blessing cannot be imparted without words. Somebody say amen. Amen. Blessing, you got to say something. That's why God blessed them and said. Because if he just blessed them, he retains the blessing instead of releasing it. You release a blessing when you say something in the same way you release a curse. And when you release a curse on a blessed vessel, the curse turns around and comes back and gets you. The boogeyman going to get you. Say this with me, Lord, help me to watch my mouth. Say this with me, more than that, Lord, help me to guard my heart. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. You only say what's in your That's why you need to be reconditioned. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna skip that. Everybody, say this with me. Don't just think about it. Say it. Say it. Say it. I bet if you if you could rethink some of the stuff you said this year. From mask. Both ways. Don't 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 stereotype me now. Don't do that. COVID, pandemic, race. You would slow down a little bit. I looked back over my life the last seven months and I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I tried to say everything with precision and perfection. Thank you, Lord, that my mouth is so pure that everything I said was right. And I thought I heard God laughing. Because even your best intentions... Do not produce the best vocabulary. So God says to the priesthood, I'm going to give you a way to adapt the concept of blessing into your conduct. Let the leaders speak before the people speak. I'm going to show it to you in the Bible. Number 622. And the Lord said to Moses. Who was Moses? Everyone say the leader. Yeah. Moses, you speak to Aaron. And you say, on this wise, Aaron, shall you bless the people. You shall say to them, not think. Say, the Lord bless you, the Lord keep you, the Lord make his face shine upon you, the Lord be gracious to you, the Lord lift up his countenance upon you, the Lord give you peace, and they shall put my name on the children of Israel, then I will bless them. God said, I'm not even going to bless them until you bless them. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So he said Aaron, leaders and Levites before these people can get to talking about each other bringing curses on the congregation you show them the pattern of the vocabulary of blessing and this is what you say. So I started thinking again and I said Lord would it be proper For us to be able to fabricate good words to each other and call it a blessing. I received a resounding yes. That's what blessing is. is you putting together a healthy, good vocabulary that your mind has been conditioned to live in. And then you conversate And you communicate that dialogue with the people around you. Everyone stand up. We're fixing to practice it right now. You're going to need five people. So look around right now. Just look around. This is a participatory service. No one leave. No one leave. If you don't want to participate, just stand there. The blessing of God is transferred how? By speaking it. Look at someone around you right now and say these words. May the goodness of God surprise you today. They ain't acting like they believed it. Tell them with some authority. May the goodness of God surprise you today. They weren't listening. Look at somebody else and tell them, may the goodness of God surprise you today are you ready come on look at somebody else and say this may the grace and mercy of God be with you today may the grace and mercy of God be with you all day tell one more person they didn't like it tell somebody they didn't need it may the goodness or may the grace and mercy of God I'm going to give you another one. i got five. These are the five God gave me today. And I'm going to tell everybody I run into these words today. Here's your third one. May you receive all that God has assigned to you today. Come on. Tell them. May you receive all. Somebody liking it now. Somebody getting it now. Come on, tell two or three more people, may you receive all that God has assigned to you today. All of it. Tell them all of it. All, I pray you receive all that God has assigned to you. Listen, tell them, hey, brother, brother, brother Hawkins, here's my blessing, my brother, my cuz. May you receive all that God has assigned to you today. Somebody ought to rejoice right there. Come on, I'm going to give you some blessings to speak to people. Come on, look at somebody and tell them, may you walk in your purpose and be equipped with his power. Come on, tell them, may you walk in your purpose and be equipped with his power. I feel my help coming now. Tell them again, may you walk in your purpose and be equipped with his power. Butch, may you walk in your purpose and be equipped with his power. Can I give you one more? May you enjoy the favor of God on your life all day long. Tell them, may you enjoy the favor of God on your life. Lord help me in the building. All day long. Look back at them and tell them weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Favor lasts a lifetime. May you enjoy. Oh, I got another one for you. They coming to me now. Look at somebody and tell them, may God consistently do good in your life. Tell them again, may God consistently do good in your life. I ain't done. Tell somebody, may God provide you with everything you need to be a success. I ain't done yet. Look at somebody and tell them, may God's hand carry you through every season of your life look at somebody else and tell them i'm here to bless you today if if the born again believers in this country can ever get this revelation the riots will stop the violence will end but we gotta start talking right we gotta start acting right we gotta start living right the church is cursing just like the world and it's gotta stop. We gotta stop fussing and fighting with each other. My Bible says bless those who persecute you. It is time for us to turn this thing around. And for every curse we hear, we speak a blessing. So when you read it on Facebook, just go on there and say, but God said, I will keep you in all places. But God said, he shall anoint your head with oil till your cup overflows, but God said, you are blessed in the city. You are blessed in the field. You are blessed when you come. You are blessed when you go. But God said, if my people who are called by my name, I dare bless somebody to give God a praise like you know you want to walk in his blessing, live in his blessing. Woo! Woo. I'm going to keep speaking blessing until curses leave your life. Until strongholds exit your destiny. Throw your hands up and shout, I'm blessed. I am not cursed. I am not an addict. I am not a victim. I am a victor. I have overcoming power running through my Tell somebody you're standing by an original blessing. There ain't nobody else like me in the whole world. Tell somebody I'm an original blessing. I'm blessed to be a blessing. I don't even have to deal with my enemies. God, Hannah, I'm talking to you until the curse gets up off your life cycles are being broken right now. Demons are leaving right now because this is warfare. This is a battle, not with good and evil, not with dark and light. This is a battle between the curse and the blessing. And I came to this church today to tell you the blessing wins from generation to generation. It wins from Genesis to Revelation. If you know the blessing on your life causes you to be the head and not the tail, I double dog dare you to give God a praise and thank Him. Tell somebody, I'm I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. I'm blessed, I'm blessed in the morning, I'm blessed in the noontime, I'm blessed when I lay down at night. Throw your hands up and shout, I qualify for it. Let me ask a serious question here. Get ready with that song. Let me ask a serious question. Woo! If you're gonna fly and I know ain't nobody flying right now, but if you was to fly, would you rather fly first class or coach? Don't be don't be humble. Tell your neighbor I like riding in the leather baby. I like the leather section. Well when you fly enough, you accumulate miles. With American, you, you can be a gold member. You can be a platinum member. For years, I enjoyed my platinum status, which means a layover didn't mean nothing to me because I'd just go to the Admiral's Club. I'd go in there and sit down and eat chocolate or little cheese and ham, take me a good nap. And I was thinking about people not in the Admiral's Club. They out there on the same layover. Uncomfortable. Miserable. All because they didn't qualify. I remember I never traveled anywhere without my musician with me. We went to Malaysia, South Africa, all over the world. And old Tim, he didn't make all the trips. So he didn't have as many and we had a layover in New York for six hours we didn't expect are y'all still with me and he said you gonna go in that Admirals club I said brother I got two words for you he said what is it I said yes and amen he said man I wish I could go in there I said you know what Tim come on come on, go with me. He said, what you gonna do? And I said, I'm gonna see if I got any favor on my life. I walked up to the lady, I pulled out that platinum card and I just slid it across and adjusted my posture. Like I was a dignitary and I ain't nothing but a just a regular old dude from Louisiana, but she didn't know. I slid it across there. She said, Welcome to the Admirals Club, Mr. Hawkins. I said, well, ma'am, listen to me. This is my brother Tim. We've been traveling all day long. We flew in from California where we were preaching the gospel. And now we're going to South Africa to preach the gospel. And he tired. And this layover is gonna be six hours. And she looked at me and she said, did you say preach the gospel? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, hallelujah. I said, girl, don't start up in this Admos club here now. I said, that man right there will pull a B3 out of his pocket, and we will have church. She said, oh, she did like that. She said, a B3? Y'all know how to have church. I said, yes, ma'am, we do. She said, you know what? Tim, you go ahead on in there with Rick. And y'all enjoy the food, and y'all rest, and I'm, I'm gonna be out here praying for y'all. About five hours later, me and Tim walked out. She said, how are you fellas feeling? Tim looked at her and said, feeling real good. She said, that's cause I've been praying for you. What did I just tell you? Folks, you'll never, 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 never enjoy some things in life. Number one, until you've been through enough. And number two, until you hook up with Jesus, watch out, they can qualify you for stuff you don't deserve. Y'all ain't hearing me preach. Jesus can get you in places you could never get because he wants to bless you. Hallelujah. Now listen, we are about to sing this song again. And as we sing it, I want you to think of, no one leave the building please. I'm gonna ask you for 10 more minutes of your time. This song's gonna hit a little different on you right now. It was good earlier, but because of this word, it's gonna hit you a little bit different right now. So here's what I want you to do lift your hands real high. No one leave. This is gonna be prophetically declared over your life from this praise team. Come on, guys, prophesy. Lift those hands. May his favor
1: rest upon you.
0: in the building, lift up a shout of praise to God. Lift those hands. Lift those hands right now. Tres calendu ko boshay, grando ko Ooh, I hear the Lord saying, He is erasing confusion. Come on, lift those hands. I hear the Lord saying, He's, e- He's erasing confusion. The curse has a language, it has a vocabulary. Woo! Stop listening to the vocabulary of the curse. God is erasing the confusion. And watch this, God is giving you clarity of purpose, clear thoughts about your destiny, a made up mind about your purpose. God said, I'm reinstating you. Re casando Oh, I hear God say I'm reconditioning you to think on levels of blessing. 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 Hallelujah throw your hands up and tell him thank you Lord come on tell him thank you Lord that I'm blessed my children are blessed come on my wife is blessed my family is blessed my health is blessed thank you Jesus Father stop the curse in this nation please God lift up a standard against the curse that has come to this nation silence the voice The curse. Release the voice of the blessing from your people. From the north to the south, to the east to the west, let the people of God stand up and declare your blessing over this nation. Thank you, Father. I'm not going to give you an altar call because this is the altar call. Lift those hands. I want you right there by yourself to begin to talk to him. Come on, we're going to be done in three minutes. Talk to him. Tell him how much you love him. Thank him for blessing you. If it wasn't for his blessing, you probably wouldn't be in this building right now. You better think about it. It's his blessing that's carried you. And that enmity inside of you will end today. Tell him, Lord, I love you. Thank you for blessing my children, my wife, my home my job, my finances, my health. Thank you for blessing me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. He came to heal them that are bruised. The blesser overcomes the bruiser. In Jesus' name. Can you receive it today, church? Can you receive it today? Would you lift up a big praise to the blesser today? He fought for your victory. He fought for you to be blessed. He fought for you to be blessed.